Greetings, greetings, greetings. Good evening, good day. Good night. All of the above. Anybody that ever know how I do my loop back lives, they know how we start off. Any, I started off anyway. I start all my lives off with good night, good day, good evening, good day. I appreciate y'all coming out. Um, uh, let me just give a quick little disclaimer. I know a lot of people in the room would have what has happened to me. And, you know, let me just kill it right here because I know a lot of times people just, you know, we always think of the worst. I do, you know what I mean? I had a big job to do today. I had a couple of supreme guys that I used. And all I kept thinking was, oh, man, he's not going to show up. Oh, man. If he doesn't show up, I'm screwed. I gotta do this. You know what I'm saying? And I lost faith. Sometimes you just don't put the faith because it's like at the end of the day, it's not putting the faith in man. Put the faith in God. That's what I do. When I put faith in man, I always fail. When I put faith in God, it's like, all right, well, he's gonna know what it is. You know, briefly, there was a position that I was dealing with this week to purchase this uh, automobile. And I said, God, if this person doesn't get back to me today, which was Monday at the time, um, then that means you don't want me to do it. But putting faith in man, I'm thinking like, damn, this dude ain't called back yet. It's Thursday. You understand what I'm saying? God already gave me the answer. He gave me the answer already. It's a, and, and when things are done, it's done. When you put faith in God, he will never fail you. You may think of things that fail because you may see losses in life, things that happen, tragic things. That, that's that's just part of the process. That has nothing to do with God per se. Because when you have faith in Him, things could be a lot worse. He gives you things that you can handle, whether it's good or bad. Because what you can handle, good and bad, I probably can't handle. You understand? I probably can't handle. So I, I had a customer today that the, the and he was a rich dude. Five daughters. They got a mansion, so everybody live in a house. They can do that. They're rich. And I said to myself, well, goddamn, even if that being good, maybe I can't handle that. Maybe that's just too much for me. You know what I mean? You just have to look at it, and that's what it's about. Sometimes it's too much. And the one thing I had to tell you to be known is I never lost my channel. Thank God. I'm here on a podcast. I can remove this too. But I removed the YouTube channel. Yes, I did. I had to. I had to. Because God was giving me all the signs to remove it. And I don't question him. As hard as it is, as hard as it was, I don't question him. Because I know at the end of the day, he ain't going to give me nothing I can't handle. I had a 10-year run. That's a long time. You got to know when to say, you know what? I, I think I did enough. You got to move on to the next blessing. How am I going to move on to the next thing if I'm still stuck on the old thing? It's old. It was my oldest, especially when it was, I loved it. But 10 years, I started doing this in 2013, for Christ's sake. 
That's a long time. Give me my credit. Give me my flowers. But was there one mistake? I, I believe that there's one thing that I regret doing. One thing that I regret doing is giving too much. You can't really hear my voice if I'm giving you three, four hours, six, seven hours sometimes of content. Sometimes I do that shit in one day. I still thought I still thought it was the height of COVID. Remember that? We was doing live streams all night. But I did too much. Sometimes you can overflow yourself and overextend yourself. I love when a person tells me to go check their channel out and there's five videos up there. Even if they got three subscribers, I could ditch through them five videos real quick. Especially if they short. You ever have messages on your DM and your Instagram and you see somebody left you like 40 different, you know what I mean? 40 different voicemails at the 59, you know what I mean? <coughs> That's 40 minutes. No matter which way you look at it, it's 40 damn minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of minutes. So with that being said, 40 minutes... I would have to literally sit down. Like I had a few people that used to leave me messages like that, but not anymore. Cause they cut that down. Some of you, some even stopped. But it's, you know, when it's too much, it, it, you know, what I'm saying you get lost in the sauce. I feel that you can't know what Ask Nathaniel is if the billionaire mindset comes in later. You see, if somebody says to you, you know what Ask Nathaniel's about? And you heard about me a month ago, you're going to be like, I don't know Ask Nathaniel uh, unless you're talking about the billionaire mindset. And then they may say, well, that, when did you start listening to the billionaire mindset? I started listening to the billionaire mindset, I don't know, a year ago. But I've been doing a billionaire mindset for three years. I've been doing Ask Nathaniel for seven. It's a long time. So they're not going to get too much in the depressing past of it. Because I had to do what I had to do. And it wasn't enough time for me to go through those videos and clean up and take things down. It, it was virtually impossible. Way too much content. I gave you more than life. Only person that could see that life is me and God. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to know when to say, okay, I hear you. And all I can, I always ask God, John, just give me a sign of what you want me to do. I may not ask him that every day because sometimes I forget. Sometimes you need that inspiration every day. I, I see that neighbor on the way home. Literally, I just got it, right? And this is one neighbor. I literally tried to walk through the door slow so I could hear him talk because I haven't heard his wisdom in a, in a few weeks. I kind of miss that. And this is a brother you want to listen to all the time because he always got a message. And you're walking feeling good because you're like, boy, I needed that. You understand? So we take these modes of chances and things and we lay a lot of different things out. But it all boils down to, it all boils down to us focusing on what our purpose is. You can't really know who I am with all of that content. It's impossible. 
I know one brother that was following me for six years, he said. One particular, because there's a few people that told me some amazing things. Like one dude told me he was following me from day one. But six years, he's seen the transition too. But four years prior to that, there's a lot of stuff there too. You know, when I first started doing it too, I used to post like six, five to six different videos a day. Do you hear what I just said? Five to six videos a day. So that's just showing you five to six videos a day. And this is pre, this is way before COVID. This is when streaming wasn't even popular. We had Google Hangouts. Nobody even knew what streaming was. I'm proud of that. Street interviews, web series. Now you got two by that can support all the shit I did. It's, it's 2016. Street interviews 10 years ago. Boy, now everybody, you know what I mean? It's crazy. So I'm, I'm blessed. But the biggest mistake that I ever made was compiling all that stuff on top of one another. I hoarded myself. I became a YouTube hoarder. I was afraid to do a live stream and delete it. I was. Now on Instagram, I do that. I do a live stream. The next day I look, I say, I'll take that shit down. Because I feel like whoever was there, they were there. So it's the same thing for what I did. Whoever was there, you know what I'm about. And that gives people more of a mode of appreciation. It's like I lost people in my lives and I only could, you know, have a memory. Look at an old text, listen to an old voicemail. You know what I mean? Anything. So that is the one regret I have is compiling too much information and becoming a hoarder. Moving along, I was having a discussion today. I just have to get there that because you know I'm also people like, oh, not even that. If my shit got taken down, you would have seen and said this this channel has been terminated, and it wasn't. I did it. I did what most people couldn't even imagine to do. How in the hell does he take down a damn YouTube channel with almost 60,000 damn subscribers? Well, shit, there's been 60,000 subscribers for 17 years. <laughs> shit wasn't growing. You got to make a move. You got to know when to go. And that's it. Thank you, God. I appreciate you. So moving along, I was having this discussion earlier. I really want to get this off my own. I, I probably talked about this, but this is something now I'm starting to really realize that it's, I've been taught. And not to offend anybody, please don't be offended. But as I was, you know, a young man and I was getting older, I remember my dad used to always say, and ladies, please don't take this to offense. None of y'all be like, wait, your father talking about it like that? He said, you know a junior? Because I'm a junior. Ask the Daniel Jr., you know what I'm saying? So, um, I remember he said to me, you know, he knew I always had a lot of female friends, and he said, you know what, man? He never liked that. He felt as if his, what's the point of having all these female friends? You ain't fucking. And he used to tell me, he said, that's going to be your downfall. You got too many female friends. And then he used to tell me also, when you get older, be careful, man, because women age faster than men, you know, biologically, right? So, you know, you know when women reach their womanhood before a man reaches his manhood. If you're 10 years old, a woman's 10, she's really 15. 
I ain't trying to butter it up, but but in a raw level, he said that an old an older woman will make you feel old. And I never understood what he meant by that. I never did. I never really understood until recently. And I say within like the last year or two. Um, I want to say two years. And he was big on, you know, when you get in his 30s, when you get in your 40s, you're going to see. It was almost like, all right, well, you know, how can, how can that, maybe that's not the case. Maybe that's how it was in your time. We always think that, right? Now, when you're talking biologically, sure. When you're talking about science, when you're talking about nature, it's all the same. We may have different cultures and different things to hide it, but it's still all the same. And I noticed that I had tons of girlfriends, like homegirls. When I tell you, I would say 2020, it started lightly, right? Even with COVID, it still wasn't as strong. 21 and on, if you do the math, that's two years ago, right? 22, 20, right? So when I tell you in an astronomical level, I was losing female friends like flies on the wall just falling off. It was crazy. It just, it just got crazy. Like, I became a father three years ago, but I truly believe, once again, put faith in God, this was happening for a reason. But it was still bugging me out. There was days I forget that I put the faith in God. So, man, they just started all losing it. Like, to the point where they weren't fun anymore. We couldn't have fun. I couldn't have an opinion without offending them. If they ask me for advice and I give it to them, they definitely wasn't listening. If, if the only thing they wasn't listening, but they wasn't listening because they, they felt as if, well, you know, your opinion, I was being judged by my opinion. It's almost like, I know you have your opinion, but you know what I'm saying? It was insane. I mean, it was hurtful because I started, forget pins and needles, I started feeling like I was walking on eggshells. I, I had to purposely agree with all of them. I had to purposely agree with all of them just to keep the friendship. Would, would you believe that? It was almost like I had to dumb down just in order to give them clown shit. Dumbed down to be a clown because I didn't want to lose them. Now, we ain't going to get on the male friends. But boy, oh boy, it's like whatever they went through, I was going to become, I was going to get the full wrath of it. So then to jump along, it was male friends. And the male friends were getting, they were worse than a woman. They were worse because they had to say, the man around me became the woman. So they, they were worse than a woman. 
The woman would be in woman. I ain't crying. We, I, I was one. I was crazy. But the man, this was this was bad. The man got worse, just emotionally. Niggas don't speak to you if you don't click on a like button. A nigga be mad at you because you didn't respond to a group text about a party. Man, it, I'm talking not, and I mean mad like to the point niggas ain't fucking with you no more. They won't even tell you, but you, you heard it through the grapevine. So back to the ladies. I had homegirls that was doing wild, foul shit. And I just entertained. Even when being a new dad and all the above, I just entertained it. Got my wife, my, my daughter. I was entertaining it because it was just like, all right, well, let, 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 let me just be a different friend. Couldn't have an opinion. I didn't want to offend him. I couldn't even joke with him. So fast forward. This past, I'm just going to say this year, earlier this year, right? And this had to be about, let's, let's just say four female, female, special women in my life, whether they're family, whether they're friends, but they're all family. If they're friends, friends, if they're family, right? Okay. I played a little prank. The only regret I wish I had did was I did that. I wish I did this April 1st, April Fool's Day. It wouldn't even have mattered. I played a prank. And I'm guilty for that. I'm guilty for the prank because, hey, forget the accountability. Just, hey, when you're wrong, you're wrong. I guess it's a prank. Let me look up the meaning of prank. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's look up the meaning of prank. Okay, so So the meaning of prank is a practical joke, a mischievous act, right? So it's mischievous, right? The tapestry was stolen as a part of a drunken prank. Okay. Play a trick or practical joke on someone, individuals who were pranked or they were auditioning. Okay. So we get we get what a prank is, right? To trick a malicious act. Okay. So we I clearly said a prank. When I tell you I played a prank on these four women and this shit just went in a direction. It went in a direction that I couldn't I couldn't even believe people. I th there was a time when somebody get a prank and I know you did that and they would make a joke versus wow, that's really fucked up that you did that. I told you everything, and that's how, and now it's just another reason to be mad at me. When I tell you the mode of the prank, it, it, like, like, if somebody played a prank on me and I know they know something, I don't care how extreme it is, I'm like, nigga, I know that shit, you crazy fuck. No, they don't, they wasn't taking it that way. They were taking the prank as, wow, you're doing me dirty. You're throwing me under the bus. 
So what I did was I didn't I didn't say it was me. I just denied, like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, be more specific. Show me some proof. But still in all, there was no laughter. It's 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 basically they had their mind made up of who I was or who I am. They believed that you meant that. When you say things, Nathaniel, you mean it. And I'm like, wow. And now this is not even a confirmation that I did it. And it was one in particular, the worst one. Because these the two should have bounced back on each other like, he, he did it. Don't ignore his ass. Nah, they, they took that shit as war. Like I did him dirty. That ain't funny. And all these jokes had nothing to do but nothing but a nigga. A fucking nigga. That's all. That shithole fucking male. You know, when I left YouTube, the one thing that I knew I wasn't going to miss, talking about that black shithole. The worst fucking thing in the world. You know, the black shithole created fucking 50, 50 years of hip-hop. I don't niggas think that shit's a little rough then. That's fucked up, nigga. 50 years of hip-hop. What does hip-hop mean? What has that shit done for the, the black youth and the black family? Ain't nothing. A handful of niggas got rich off of it. Looking down on the poor niggas that made them in the prison. How, how has that shit made us any better? That ain't no prank. That's a fact. But when you know somebody and you love somebody, you bug out with them. Where's the fun? Throw another prank back at me. No. Because what happens is it's that shithole that they with. That fucking mate, whether he's present or the past, I, I tell you they ruin, they ruin our woman. They ruin it. You know, if you could put your daughters in a position, if you're a dad, I ain't saying I'm super dad. They're going to have boyfriends. Maybe they're going to give, have maybe a girlfriend. But just make sure that you could teach them to the best of your ability to choose the best. You're going to fall in love with a nigga, fall in love with a nigga that adds on to you. You're going to be gay, be the best gay motherfucker in the world. You're going to be a damn fucking impact-ass negro, pussy-whip nigga. Get pussy-whip from a woman that adds on to you. Not a bum, bitch. Not a fucking whore. Men love whores and, and women love shithole niggas. Especially my black sisters. Black sisters, black niggas, all the above. I said it, stop. These are the things. These are the facts. These are everything that we talk about over and over again. I could do this all day. But I started to get to the point where, okay, well, fuck it. You're you going to have a problem? One of my homegirls, I had to say, listen, check this out. True story. One of my homegirls, is, she, she went through a big rendezvous. And I mean, boy, I seen a side of her worse than men. I seen niggas do, let me tell you something. I, whatever a man does to a woman, it ain't like what a woman can do to a man. 
Because if a, if a man fucks a hundred girls behind his wife's back, I don't ever look at the wife bad. As a man, we don't look at her. You probably do. We don't look at her. But boy, when that woman cheats on a nigga, God damn, I look at her man as a pussy ass piece of shit. He gotta be. Look, this woman is a hoe. Or a slut. Or maybe he got a little dick. Whatever it is, it even if she's a slut, hypothetically, he's a sucker. You understand? It's connected to him. And this was the this was the pinnacle in my YouTube content time. I like to call it career. That I really realized that there's just not a lot of me. And I had to accept that. That was pretty tough. It took me a while to really, really understand. My mother always says, not everybody is like you or not everybody is you. And I had to really understand that. But when it's, this woman played hardball, you hear me? I know this motherfucker for almost 30 years. She know who I'm talking about. She probably gonna get mad for me telling the story, but I don't know why she mad if, if once again, I gotta be me. I wouldn't put her name out there, but she knows who I'm talking about. I let her use my spot. I let I let her use my one of my places in the most vulnerable, worst time in my life. She brought her, her side nigga over to the fucking house. Stay with the nigga for a day or whatever. Fucked all of my crib. I never banged out. He never got down. I knew it for years. Now some people, well, you're telling me that nobody knows who she is. She, only she knows who she is. The point of the matter is she rode hard. She had the greatest stories, the most filthiest. Oh, boy, she had to teach. She was, she was disgusting with her stories. I loved every minute. But I remember there was a time I got tired of it because I'm like, well, damn, we don't talk no more. We don't talk. If I wanted to fuck around and cheat and do some bullshit, I couldn't tell her because she judged me. Because she did. A couple of times I made a reference on something and you know how women are. Uh, well, you know, you got a daughter and a wife. I'm like, God damn, nigga, I can't look at a piece of ass. Oh, well, stop doing that. So during the time that I did this, um, this this thing, you know, these pranks, during this period, she got me mad. So prior to that, I said, "Listen, do me a favor." Because this is prior to that, and she knows that. I said, "Do me a favor. If you can, I don't want to be." Oh, no, no, no. Let me back up. So she, she hits me up one day with her side nigga. Now, fast forward, she's not married anymore. Her and her husband, whatever. They, they separate. Okay. She's a free agent. She's doing her thing. When I tell you the ugliness of this fucking man that this woman was fucking with. Ugly, big old, fat, nasty, stinking looking. I mean, it it made me look at her different. Cause I said, God damn, nigga, for not to say she, damn, you you not to say she should fuck me, but I'm like, God damn, nigga, like how in the what kind of fucking is this nigga doing to even be attracted to this fucking big old gorilla? 
I couldn't believe it. I didn't know niggas that look like that get pussy. And my friend's a nice looking woman. She told me, well, you know, she liked the way he saw titties suck. He sucked the way he saw Some wild shit, but whatever it was, it was just like, completely anyway. Prior to that, she was fucking with the nigga off and on throughout the few years. So I would tell him, like, yo, why don't you get money from this nigga? I don't understand how the fuck you fucking these niggas and you ain't getting no money. So I started, I started, it started to become, I started to resent a lot of my female friends. I'm like, damn, y'all niggas is so fucking dumb. Like, y'all ask niggas for money after you fucked them a hundred times. Like, that, that's not going to work like that. You're lucky if you get $40. I'm like, yo, won't you let this nigga buy you a car? Like, you ain't like you, if you was 50, if you, excuse me, not 50, if you was 18 years old and you was fucking with a 40-year-old nigga, that nigga's expenses is different than your expenses, okay? He could afford to buy you a car, a new one. He could literally go to the dealership and trick that three, four, five hundred dollars a month on a bullshit Honda Accord or whatever, right? He can do that. Because he's an adult, not a kid. So put your mindset, if you're going to date a nigga that's that old, and you're old or older, but younger than him, start thinking big. Man will trick if they don't get it. You know what I mean? A nigga will spend if you present that. Trust me when I tell you, if he don't, somebody else will. There's tons of niggas that will put, niggas will do anything for pussy, especially that old fucking shit on. Especially your ugly motherfucker. So anyway, I stopped trying to even question it until one day she calls me from a, we used to talk on the lives because she used to see my daughter and ask about her and everything, but all oh, this shit stopped obviously from this prank. All of this just stopped. Fuck my daughter. Fuck my wife. Fuck my moms. Forget everybody. So it's okay. Um, she FaceTimed me. So she said, I remember she was somewhere in wherever she was at. I won't even get into the state. But she's where she's at. So she's like, oh, so-and-so's here. Basically, she, she puts the nigga on the fucking live on her FaceTime. And I, he looked as if like, oh shit, like, okay, he he's he's cuffed up, he married, she's separated, and this coon is looking at me, cause he she she has to report to this fucking shit hole that I'm just her homeboy, I'm her brother. Oh, this is Cor this what they know me as Corey. This is Corey. And I looked at the nigga and I just was like, why the fuck did she? Why she introduced me to this fucking monster? And I thought about it days, weeks later, and I told her, I said, yo, do me a favor, man. Because it just bothered me. I'm like, yo, she, she's next. she can't talk no more. You got a separation. I hear all your drama. Once we get to my shit, she's yawning on the phone, chewing, eating some fucking food. Whatever it was, it just becoming rude. And I said, listen, I don't want to hear no more about your fucking rendezvous. Respectfully. You're a good-looking woman. I expect more from you. And you know, that don't mean nothing when you tell a woman that shit anymore. They want to hear that shit on tell her that. I mean, basically, I called her. I said, don't, don't, I don't want to hear this shit no more. Just, just stop talking to me about it.
Okay. This thing just fucked up. Piece of shit. It's just gonna that audio is gonna sound terrible. Well, whatever. I can't tell the story on over. I can't tell it. Let me just keep going. Let me just keep going because I'm just mad anyway. So anyway, um, I I just don't understand how this thing all this time was recording like this. It's fucking garbage. So anyway, um. I told her, I don't want to hear no more about your rendezvous. Basically, like, fuck it. Like, I just think our friendship is all about your shit. I didn't tell her all that, but I just basically let her know. I don't want to hear about your shit anymore. I don't want to hear about no married man. Fuck these niggas. And I really, and I really didn't. I think it got to the point where it just started getting old. I think it was something seeing him. It's when I seen him, it killed it. Like, I couldn't believe a nice-looking woman. And this nigga had the luxury of hitting that, tapping that fine-looking ass. Now, even though she lost a lot of points with that, clearly, it still was like, damn. Like, I can't get none of my homegirls or nobody on the path. But like, yo, let these fucking worthless niggas pay. Like, I couldn't get nobody exclusive. I couldn't get no, I couldn't get nobody exclusive, and it was just driving me crazy. Like the way I felt when I knew I had to get rid of my channels, the way I felt with her, I said, "Listen, fuck this. I don't want to hear about this motherfucker or any nigga that you went that's fucking married, cause you ain't getting no paper from these niggas. These niggas look like doodle on a stick. It was just, it just got bad." And I remember it got so bad, I had to catch myself and say, damn. So anyway, there wasn't, I wasn't cutting off. I was in my bag with it. I, I admit it. I told her what I told her. I meant it. Sometimes you got friends and family that, that you tell them shit and they fucking, for some reason, they, they want it, they'll, they'll still tell you. Let me, I'm just going to ignore what he said. Did you hear anything I fucking told you? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I played this prank following that. You know, obviously it was after this because she hits me back and she's like, I just got a strange call, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then she's bringing up something about the man. And she's like, well, it could only be you. Because there's only two people that that learned about it. How the fuck could it be just me and the person you talking about and you're fucking with a married man? How can, how, how can it not be his wife? She went straight to me. And this is the part. Then she tells me, well, you did do it with somebody else. Because me and her prank, we, this is how we used to get down with other motherfuckers. It was fun. Like, yo, call this nigga, play like you this. That she went and threw this shit out about who me and her was, who me and her was in on a little prank. And being that you did it to him, 
I knew it. I thought it had to be you. I was like, yo, what did I tell you? Didn't I tell you to keep me out? Now, I had to make it look believable now. Didn't I tell you to keep me out of this shit? I'm here with my family. Like, how dare you? Right? Even then, I thought she would say, you you motherfucker, I know it's you. You piece of shit. I love you, though. You know what I mean? Nah. She really believed that it was me trying to hurt her. You you understand? She she didn't but she was she tried to believe it was me trying to hurt her. She didn't take to the heat of I knew it was fucking you, you piece of shit. Like and I would have bust out, you know what I mean? But once I try to make it look more believable by bringing in, didn't I tell you a few days ago don't bring me in this shit? She didn't pick up. It was only a text though. Do you know that text, that fucking book, a text ruined our fucking friendship. That part right there. When I told her that she confirmed that today. Ruined it. According to her. So. Fast forward, but let me go back, back up a little bit. I've been reaching out to her. Daughter graduated, giving me dry answers. Happy Mother's Day, all in between. This is all recent. Thanks. I'm like, wow, this this nigga really twisted. Now, Maya never admitted about the phone situation. Never admitted the prank. Remember, we left it off with that whole situation. She was going through some personal health issues. I'm reaching now. She's going to tell me one time she's in this country and I, I'll talk to you when I get back. Just talking to me like I'm this nigga. <laughs> like I'm this fucking like job of the hut. This ugly black son of a bitch. This nigga so ugly he should be shot. That's how fucking busted he is. But once again, that's her nigga. You see the power of a mate when, when even when women are young, when that shithole was by your fucking side and you in love or you infatuated with that piece of shit, he don't bring out the best in you because you infatuated with dog shit. But you infatuated with something good, which most people don't even do because we attracted the garbage. Not everybody. Some people appreciate leftovers. Some people appreciate another man's trash. You know, tonight, Tonight, literally, with about an hour ago, I had some beef ribs. And I, I made them on a grill. They were made already, but I tried to give them a little charcoal taste and fucked up because it was smoking. Anyway, I was multitasking. Shit ain't come out that good. I didn't like the way it tasted. But it still was good. Like somebody else would have probably eaten it. Like, oh, this shit is great. I ate two of them. I had like three of them left. Just now, coming home late, you know what I'm saying? I had the ribs with me still in the truck. I get to the Staten Island Ferry. I see this homeless lady, man. First, I was looking for people. I couldn't find people. I'm like, damn, it's dead. I said, let me go to the ferry. Some, probably somebody sleeping on the bench. I go down there. I see this one dude sitting on the bench. He's playing with his phone. So I said, I don't know about him. He could be homeless, but not hungry. You know what I mean? So I seen this one lady. White woman, she has this sign. True story, just this just happened, and she she has the sign up. Um, 
And it says, you know, homeless, feed me, please. I couldn't believe what I seen. I said, let me ask you something, sister. Do you eat beef, rib, beef ribs? She said, it was almost like she snapped out of her homeless begging zone. She said, of course. I said, I got some beef ribs here. She said, what? I gave it a, I gave it aluminum foil of the pan. This woman dropped everything. She grabbed that shit so quick. Oh, my God, thank you. I said, there's not pork, it's beef. She said, I don't care what it is. Thank you. I really mean, I didn't press record. I didn't, this just happened. I didn't do a little damn video showing, hey, people, look what I do. I love doing that. I love doing that. Some people would have made that shit into a prank. It's nothing funny to me about a homeless person. Not a, not at all. But once again, what, what, you know what I mean? There's nothing funny. It wasn't a joke, right? So I say all this to say back to my homegirl. I don't want to lose focus. My homegirl was my ace at one time. I could talk to her about anything. We could kick it. But it became about her. And I realized that when the prank went left, it was about her. She didn't give a fuck about nothing. And I tested her. I threw some real serious things out there. She didn't give a fuck about it. Because all she was her, hey, this nigga did me dirty. I trusted. I know how she talks. I trusted him. I trusted him. What did I, did I get on the internet and fucking go tell everybody your name and address? And this shit could be for all everybody knows in the internet world. This shit could be a motherfucking damn fake story. But she knows it's not fake. Same way she should have known I played a fucking joke on her. She didn't know me. All she did was let me just that. That's who he is. It gotta be him. You think if she told the mate, the mate would have said, yo, you fucking serious? That's your boy for almost 30 fucking years? Bitch, I ain't nobody. You better go grab that nigga. I ain't going to be around here. I ain't leaving my fucking wife. Not him. They're not going to do that. Because he's scared that I may fuck him. How this good looking nigga ain't fucking my ugly ass is all in a butthole every goddamn thing. Ruined my homegirl. Ruined her. Now, she's going to disagree with that because she's going to be like, I'm still the same person. No, you're not. You're not the same person. I couldn't even get her to do a fucking Instagram. I mean, a, a YouTube video for nothing. I used to tell her, yo, pop up, man. Talk about your country, your culture. You know what I mean? You know, you speak bilingual and all that. Nothing. Just want to talk to me when this one is fucking or this one doing that. Now, let me tell you about this guy. I mean, come on. Did you get the keys to a Range Rover yet? No. Did you get any goddamn thing that a nigga put $10,000 in your account? No. I know niggas doing this shit with other girls. Ain't doing it with her. But she blamed me. So all along, I knew she was angry. I could feel it because I know her. She don't know me, though. So I did the, I said, let me, let me go on a bigger, the higher road. Let me reach out to this woman once and for all so we could talk about this. Because I was kind of missing her. 
I was actually kind of missing the slime shit, but goddamn, show some more interest in me. We friends, how we getting older and you getting fucking more sensitive? That's like a man fucking a side bitch. Nigga, you, that's your side bitch. She's a hoe. How you getting twisted up over that bitch? She's nobody. She's a bum. And that's why she said, well, there was some things in the text. It had to be you because you see you call a person bum and I know how you sound like, damn, boo. Like, OK, that's all good that you felt. But do you have a sense of humor here? Like, if I threw you under the bus to who? Because I talked to you. <laughs> like, did did. Did you get caught? Did the did the wife come to you saying, yo, I went and had a conversation? Nobody came to you with nothing because the only thing they know about it is me and you. She didn't look at it like that. Just like the other the other ones I joked with. They all took it serious because they, cause they, see with me, people feel the people that's in my circle are the worst because they believe my jokes. They believe my prank. I can't joke on certain motherfuckers. They could joke on me, but I can't joke back. They're going to take it serious. They call me, oh, you big head, dreadlock ass nigga. I laugh. I'm like, yeah, you fat bitch. Yeah, fuck, I ain't never speaking to that nigga again. He meant that shit. That wasn't no joke. I'm like, God damn, it was a goddamn. You joked on me. I didn't take it fucking personal. Well, it ain't a joke. It's true. Well, goddamn, bitch, I thought it was a joke. But if 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 I got a big head and fucking damn dreadlocks, what does it matter? <clears throat> you believe you a fat bitch? Do you understand what I'm saying? It got to that. I learned how to really see that, oh, they don't have a problem with them. They got a problem with me. having a problem with them you follow me so i said let me try this so we went through a couple little unsuccessful little clicks called her from a different number picks up the phone talk about our son life's crazy whatever whatever these are my people our son supposed her son and daughter supposed to be like my you know unofficial niece and nephew I'm trying to send money to the daughter when she graduated. She try, she trying to send me a fucking, oh, God. I said, does she have Cash App? Now nah, she's trying to send me Zelle. I'm like, yo, boo, I don't got Zelle. What the fuck is going on? Just send me the address where you live. Let me send your daughter something. She wasn't even responding. So I said, man, fuck it. Maybe, you know what I mean? How far is this in our life? What am I doing here? All this shit from a prank. I met this woman in 90 fucking four, God. Damn, 1994. It is 2023. Do the math. 29 fucking years. And we getting worse as we get older. She's going to say it's the principal. What other principal? I, 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 I fucking did a prank. What other accountability do you want me to have? I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sincerely sorry. Because I didn't know that something that I would have been able to do a few years ago can't do it no more. I guess it's funny when we could laugh at the wife and say, yeah, she's eating your pussy every time she kisses him in the mouth. I guess that's funny. But, oh, that's not funny because now you're disrespecting her. How are we disrespecting her? 
I know if I was fucking a damn woman and and she had a husband, I'd be like, God damn, that nigga sucking my shit by proxy. She, the wife have her shit all in my mouth. I've been having my shit in the wife's mouth all the goddamn time. She gonna go kiss her husband. I think that would be funny. But maybe I do. So I had to say, the only person finding this stuff funny is me. Nobody here is seeing the motive of a prank. They looking at it as disrespect, foul. I trusted you. I look at you. Oh, come on. I apologized to her, told her I love her. She never said she loved me back. That's when I knew she was still salty. I knew it. So she sends me a picture. <laughs> she sends me a picture of me and my ex, which was all right. That was cool. I, ne- I don't even know how she got the picture. Just sends it. I was like, okay, so she's still, you know what I mean? We all right. And then I sent her some shit. She's like, oh, the good old days. And then she just went off on me today. Went off. You know, oh, you think I forgot about the situation and you did me dirty and I trusted you and you, it, it was just horrible. I said, yo, all I could hear my father saying, Junior, I told you to stay away. You older now, and they're old. Stay away from them. That's what he would say. I'm telling you, he would say that. He would shake his head and say, man, you got to meet new people. Be around. You have a great personality. Your people person you need to be fresh people so they could come in on your freshness so you can have fun and feel young and feel, you know what I mean? Feel alive, alive. You know, she went off. And for the first time I said, this shit is ruined. And we're never going to be right. Because all you're going to keep doing now it's blaming me. When somebody makes a prank fucking call, if the wife call her, she going to say I did it. I did it. I remember the time. She's never, she ain't going to, she ain't going to remember all the good times. She's just going to go back to that fucking day. Because she's over. She's not over it. You know, a lot of women and men become who their mate is. Now, her husband, he was decent, but he's out the picture, so he don't count now. But it's that shithole. See, when she was with her ex-husband, we probably had a better chance of getting it together. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's my nigga, right? Now she ain't been with him, and she got this nigga in her life? I don't like her. I don't like her anymore. So all along, you still mad. Even with my apology. And now you're going to have the upper hand of having the last word. Okay. Fuck it. I'm not going any further than that. I told her. I texted her. I said, that's the best message you ever left me. She left a voice text. Went off. I, I, I won't even play the text back. But it went off. Went fucking off. Maybe I should play it. 
Why fucking not? The, the shit is dead. <laughs> but listen to this shit. Hold on. Let me play this shit back. to do with my new relationship. You and I had no issues whatsoever. It does have something to do with your new relationship. You just mentioned it. Of course you're not going to admit that because you're now on the outside looking in. I see you. You can't see. You can't see yourself unless you're in a mirror. It has a lot to do with your current relationship because you're with a married fucking man. You're with a married fucking man. You 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 lost your marriage. You're all fucked up. You got other personal shit going on. And now you're blaming me. Is it really me? I know it ain't really me. It's because of that shithole. Her value went down. I've done that. Crossed the line when I sent those text messages. You see that? I crossed the line. Now let me just give you a layout of the text message. I basically was acting like you know I was uh, somebody else and playing a joke. It was it was wasn't even that serious, but it was serious. Cause you know what? She know that she can't tell nobody this fucking story. All she gonna do? She can't tell her kids what happened. She can't tell nobody. Well, basically. I'm I'm fucking somebody else's husband. And Corey played the joke on me and acting like he was the wife or or a friend or you know what I mean? He played a joke. She can't tell anybody that. She can't even tell her mama. Cause she knows she ain't living right. She said her current relationship, woman woman'll be with a nigga and fucking call him their husband. Uh, that that man is my husband. Let me tell you something. Let me explain something to you. People cannot. They can't deal with my my my, my mouth. They can't deal with my thought process. They can't deal with my mindset. That's why I call it the billionaire mindset. They can't understand it. Only a few billionaires in the world is only a few people that's gonna understand a billionaire mindset. The end. You get it. There's only a few people that's going to understand that. She ain't going to get it. 
she ain't going to get shit. And I told her, I, I, I told her, I said, that's the best message you ever left. That's all she got to do. It's a, it's a, it's a wrap. What am I going to do, kiss her ass more? I done kissed it already, boo. I ain't, I ain't going over. You want me to kiss your goddamn butthole? You want me to shit up? You want me to let you? You want me to, sh- yo, can you shit in my mouth? Can you pee in my face? Nah, come on now, boo. I didn't kissed your ass already. I didn't gave you. I didn't took accountability. Gave you. Oh, I took. I took accountability. I took the damn responsibility. I took it all. I did it every. I, what else you want me to do? I can't do no more than that. You see all that? That's that anger. That's dangerous. That's like sitting with a motherfucker, eating with them, and they they get your food and throw a whole bunch of they throw a firecracker in your motherfucking damn soup. Cause you salty. Because of that shithole. You see, when a motherfucker playing with a person's emotions like that, they make you crazy. She clearly still fucking with this nigga. After all that, you still fucking with this nigga. You ain't driving nothing new. You still driving that beat up fucking Lincoln. You ain't doing shit. And now I'm secure enough to say, hey, I'd rather you cut me off than me to cut you off. I'm cool with that, but I ain't going any further than that. You got internal issues, and you had these internal issues with me since day one. And that's what happens with that fucking mate. Your mate is your mate is who you are. You got a shithole as a goddamn wife, you going to be a shithole. And that's some people, what if it's a good person with a shithole? That don't happen. If you're a good person with a shithole, you're a shithole. You can't be good and have a shithole as a mate. And I'm giving you the worst case scenario. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I, I accepted my homegirl as a hoe. I knew she's a fucking damn hoe. She didn't accept it. She can't accept the fact that she can't accept the fact that she's a guman or side piece, side hoe. She can't accept none of that. But you know what? When I played the the, the prank, the truth hurt. And that's what fucked her up. She ain't even thinking about the prank. She she clearly said that I, I apologize and this, that, and the third. She's still pissed off. She want me to keep going and going. She want me to admit everything. So she can feel comfortable, so we could get back on her phone like the good old days. We can't do it no more. It's ruined. I ruined it. I ruined it for playing a fucking prank on the on a truth of your life. How are we grown folks? You allow bullshit like that. Stay with that nigga. Good luck with that. I bet you five fucking years. She probably still gonna be with the nigga. But I tell you this much: she gonna be a fucking disaster. A mental goddamn disaster. Had a good situation. Great husband. She says, and I quote, she don't want nobody to have a husband because he's fantastic to her and her kids. And now he left. He fucking left her. Literally. That's what that mate does to you, ladies and gentlemen. They destroy you. 
And this is not a thing to pull women down. Cause believe me, one of my one of my best homies, he's a shithole too, cause he got a shithole fucking woman. She destroyed him. Honestly, I'm not seeing no adults growing. Everybody around me chooses garbage. One of my little men just told me today at my daughter's birthday party. His girlfriend was looking at my damn fucking older cousin. She wanted to fuck him. She told him that. How you be with a motherfucker like that that told you goddamn for older dude he can get it? How do you fuck with a bitch like that? He will, not me. I couldn't be with nobody like that, and I had to realize that's just me. That's not it. That's not who he is. I expect him to get love. If, if, if I call my cousin right now, he'd probably fuck the living daylights out of him. Just because. You look around you, you tell me right now, it, these situations are common because we choose garbage to be with. I wasn't raised like that. Even in my past when I made mistakes with no good woman, at least I knew better. I knew better when I was doing it because my father told me. I was taught. I knew when I was making the mistakes even when I was doing the shit. So I say in a nutshell, learn from these positions. Pardon me on the audio from the very first half of this video. I mean, this podcast, but I can't do it over. You just got to really listen to this. Your mate is your value. That's who she is now. She became him. She's no longer, even if we were cool, we could never be where we were because she became him. You still with that nigga. That's what fucked up the friendship. You fucking with that married shit hoe. Why don't you get your life together? You gonna be a hoe. Why don't you go sell some pussy? Why don't you go? I respect it more if you got on the internet and get an OnlyFans page. I respect it more. Because at least I respect your hustle. Bitch, you ain't a hustle. You ain't getting no money. You still fucked up. Got to count on the... I know the kid's father doing what he got to do for the kids, but he ain't taking care of you no more. And you're frustrated. I'm not your problem. You are the problem. Fuck the block game. Fuck all the whatever. It's, listen, I'm glad... That's the best message she left. I'm cool with that. Because I know the good Lord is already telling me to leave it alone. My faith is with God. All my angels, all my family watching down, leave that alone. I did ask him every day or every other day. I say, please show me a sign of what you want me to do. Well, there you go. Because all along, her whole thing is, I don't give a fuck what you send me. I'm still mad. Accountability or not, I'm still mad at your ass. Three months, she's counting. I ain't know it was three months. It sounds about right, but fuck it. Fuck my daughter. You didn't want to get our shit. Oh, I ain't get your daughter. Okay, we playing this game. Come on now. So 29 years of this, 50 years of hip-hop, where are we going? It seems like the older y'all niggas get, the worse you get. Hip-hop ain't getting better. It's getting worse. Niggas is garbage fucking music, making more money. Old school rappers are broken in a motherfucker. Nobody respects them. Nobody gives them no homage. Nobody pays no homage. Niggas created everything and niggas ain't paying them no fucking homage. That 50-year hip-hop shit should have been brought out by the new school. They should have been having the whole world sing that shit. No, these are all these washed-up niggas.
So it's the same thing. You look at a friendship, a friendship should go through your thick and thins, but it should get better with time, not worse. If it gets worse, it's over. You got to read the signs. I've been on YouTube for 10 years. Did it get better? No, it didn't. It was better when it started. It got worse. And I became a YouTube hoarder. Hoardering, hoarding, hoarding, hoarding. Just hoarding fucking, hoarding fucking content. How y'all gonna listen to what you gotta listen to? This this hour and change that I'm talking? Fuck it. You, you lucky if I make another goddamn podcast a month later. But at least they got this to listen to. This ain't about being done and cutting people out your lives and no you gotta know when to get the step in. Everybody's entitled to feel the way they feel. That's a fact. But goddamn, there's only but so much you do. I could you could drink a you could bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink it. You think the conversation would have been like, yo, you know what? That prank you played it bothered me because I know I ain't shit. I know, I know there was truth to that shit. That's why it fucked with me. And since that day, I haven't fucked with that nigga since. Yeah, I know you joke, but that shit opened my eyes. No, I don't do that no more. Now the truth hurts and they cut you the fuck off. She knows too much of personal information. I, I, I can't fuck with her like that. I'm not going to go back and forth for her to have the last word. Because I see what we're doing. We, Oh, you you saying we have to see this in person? Why can't you tell me on the thing? Eh, listen, eh, go, go there with fucking, go there with fucking Yogi Bear. Good luck with that. I can't give you more than that. And I know, God, I know you're watching me. Because I know at the end of the day, this is a woman I thought, hey, even despite of her situation or who she was, I still involved her to do a, a big thing. For my family, she knows what I'm talking about. But God knocked that right down. Oh, don't you dare do that. I know what'll make him stop. Let, let him give it. He God knows you. Because I put my faith in him. Because I asked him once again, let, give me a sign of what you want me to do. Across the board. That could be anything. That could be what you eat. It could be anything. Give me a sign of what you want me to do. I see it, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful to work today and have some great workers, but I'm also grateful for the fact that I got a couple of my workers that I know I could count on, a couple of them that may cost me a little more when I need them, but I know, I, I know I'm not going to have them as my right-hand people. You understand? He gave me that sign today. You put your faith in God, I tell you, it all works out. Put your faith in him. I'm not putting my faith in a man. No more. Your mate is of value. Who you with is who you are. Well, I got a good man. I, I, I'll be deter I'll determine that. Because your man is as good as you are. You may think you're doing good. Oh, yeah, I'm doing good. I stay to myself. I just get money. I cut my whole family. Ain't nothing good about that. Ain't a motherfucking thing good about that. Everybody's doing it. That's corny. Everybody making money. They may not be doing the right thing with, but everybody making money one way or another. We in America, stop it. 
Okay? Why you think all the migrants want to come? Everybody making money. Shut up. You making money even when you ain't doing shit here. You cut everybody out your life, you're, 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 de- you're desperate for love. That's why you cut everybody out. That's your mechanism to cut them off before they get me. See, I didn't, I'm not going to call her back and curse out and drag her through the goddamn dirt. I talk to you to inspire you because I know God has a message for me to talk about this. This goes a long way. Not only he want me to move on, he wants me to talk about this to inspire others. And I had to. Because I know once I acknowledge him, I know everything works out. I put my faith into her. That's man. One man, man, same thing. You don't put your faith into man. Because they'll let you down. She can't even see through the so fuck the smoky mirrors, goddamn foggy black mirror. She didn't paint me this shit black with that ugly fucking boyfriend of hers. Shit oh. You know, ladies, if you're gonna be out here fucking a married man, make sure that nigga paying your goddamn mortgage, putting money, tons of money in the bank account. We ain't talking about a hundred dollars a month either. Money. I'm just saying, if you're gonna do it, do it right. And listen to the big homie. She ain't listening to our motherfucking thing I said. All she concerned about is the goddamn prank ruined it. So if the prank ruined the friendship, then hey, fuck it. I apologize, but hey, I agree. Let's let it go. That's all. And a good by the, the the words of the good Lord, if it's meant for me, it'll come back. If it's meant, it'll come back. But you gotta know when to let things go, and that's the hardest thing in life. Don't be a YouTube hoarder like I did. I didn't want to let the channel go. I didn't want to let not one video. I couldn't delete a goddamn video. But you gotta know when to let go. Put your faith in God. He'll tell you when to let go. He'll tell you. He he'll 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 tell you. He'll show you. Remind you. I promise you. You gotta ask him. God, tell me what you want me to do. Give me a sign on what you want me to do. Ask him that every day. Now again, it ain't gonna pop up tomorrow morning. Like oh yeah, it worked. It don't go like that. That shit may not happen for another ten years. But you keep praying. It'll happen tomorrow. But you got to be telling me that you've been praying for the last 10 years, so you can't pay the last 10 years if you haven't been, so start right now. Stop it. Now, do I wish her the best? I don't wish her the fucking best. I hate when people say, I wish her, I don't wish her the goddamn best, but I don't wish her a goddamn thing. How was that benefiting me? Same thing with this 50 years hip-hop bullshit. How was that a benefit? 50 years of crime and fucking violence in the black neighborhoods and urban areas from our music? No. You destroyed fucking R&B music? No. You killed disco? Fuck hip-hop. I love hip-hop, but I hate hip-hop. Fuck 50 years in hip-hop. We should be embarrassed to celebrate that bullshit. That's why we all fucked up in the game. We ain't got no better. That shit killed us. Niggas want to be players. Women got to be want to be fucking hoes. Excuse my French ladies. Not all of you, because the ladies want to be ladies and the gentlemen want to be gentlemen. We talk about the man and the goddamn woman. It was a disaster out here. Fuck 50 years of hip hop. 
Some of y'all be like, yo, that's why I don't deal with friends. Nah, I'm not saying I'll deal with friends because there's some friendships that have lasted long and have gotten better throughout the time. But that's how it's supposed to be. It shouldn't be. It's, it's not supposed to get worse. It's supposed to get better with time, not worse with time. Okay. 50 years of hip hop, 29 years of my friendship out of that fucking. Come on, stop it. I'm done. I'm going to take the responsibility to know the difference as you plant a seed and it grows with time. I love you all. I appreciate you. There was even a situation, let me say quickly, there was a, there was a YouTuber, well, she was a subscriber. She used to just hit me and talk about, yeah, hey, Nate, I love you, and, you know, I'm doing this. I'm, and I'm like, yo, boo. <laughs> That's cool that you're doing your thing, but I don't know you like that. Why are you telling me all these things you're doing? You ain't listening to the shit that I'm talking about. She didn't. Let me tell you. Well, Nate, you know she probably look up to. No, no, no. She doesn't even know I'm off of YouTube. Do you understand what I'm saying? When people talk about themselves all the time, like my my ex friend did, they talk so much about themselves. You gotta say, yo, whoa, hold on. What about me? Now, I don't know her like that, but goddamn, nigga, if you know me from YouTube and you know I'm not doing on live streams, why are you leaving me messages every day about the new apartment you're getting, the new house, I mean, uh, the new job, you're taking a test for this, you're taking a test for that. Why don't you say, yo, Nate, I didn't even know your channel was down. I extended an invitation to my daughter's birthday because she had a little one. I thought the little girl was special or something, but I said, hey, they're going to have some games and stuff there. Let me invite her. I didn't give her an address or anything, but I did let her know, hey, you live in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? If not, I literally told her, she she totally didn't hear nothing in the fucking message. So now when she hits me, I don't respond. Not, Not ghost her, but I just hit her with a text, like, yo, keep doing your thing. And she's getting it. Because I'm just like, yo, what's wrong with you, yo? You got to know when to clean up shop by giving people the truth and and, and, and let them make the decision. I know a lot of y'all don't want to do that. I fucked, I talk, no, 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 let them do what they do. You made your bed, you sleep in it. The fucking end. I'm out. Y'all have a good night. I'll see you in about another hot one, peace.